Hello, and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. In the next few minutes, let's take time to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. We hope this message will lead you to know Him better and help you develop a love for His Word. Lord, we thank you for this beautiful day where we get to begin again with you. We commit to you this time of morning worship and prayer. We welcome you in our time together this morning. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Morning, everyone. Welcome to our morning worship and prayer. We're still in our series on Paul's apostolic prayers for the church. We're now looking into his prayer for the Corinthian church at the latter part of his letter, his second letter to the Corinthian church. Let me read 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 7 to 10. We pray to God that you will not do what is wrong by refusing our correction. I hope we won't need to demonstrate our authority when we arrive. Do the right thing before we come, even if it makes it look like we have failed to demonstrate our authority, for we cannot oppose the truth, but must always stand for the truth. We are glad to seem weak if it helps show that you are actually strong. We pray that you will become mature. I am writing this to you before I come, hoping that I won't need to deal severely with you when I do come, for I want to use the authority the Lord has given me to strengthen you, not to tear you down. It's interesting to note that one of the things that Paul wrote and prayed for the early church was about correction, how they would receive correction. You see, when Paul was talking to the Corinthian church about correction, the Corinthians knew firsthand what correction is all about. What does correction mean? To correct simply means to put right, to restore, to make right again. So when Paul was writing to the church in Corinth about correction, they know firsthand what it means. Why? Because Paul's very first letter to the church in Corinth was not just about instruction, but it was mostly about correction. Issue after issue, Paul would give instructions, call out the things that they were doing, their behavior that was not honoring to God. So it was more of instruction and correction at the same time. His very first letter to the church in Corinth was like that. So here, the verses that we read come from Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, and we read from the latter part of it. Part of his final instructions were how they were to receive correction. So, in short, what Paul was saying was what they believe should be reflected in how they live. What they believe should be reflected in how they behave. So, Paul kept on correcting those behaviors in his letters to the church in Corinth about sexual immorality, about food offered to idols, their questions on marriage, about divisions on the church. So Paul kept on correcting them. And in his final, in the latter part of his letter, he would say, be sure to receive correction. Now, two groups that we want to talk to today as we learn from Paul's prayer for the church in Corinth. Whether you're the one giving correction or receiving correction, this message is for all of us. Let me talk to the first group. Have you ever received correction? Minsan po, di ba, ang sakit makarinig ng correction kapag katotoo, 
kapag ka-feeling natin, hindi naman tayo kilala nung nagko-correct sa atin. Kapag masakit yung pagkasabi, kapag hindi man lang sinandwich ng magagandang salita, sometimes it's hard to receive correction, isn't it? Have you ever been corrected? Or perhaps you're on the other end. You're the one giving correction. Have you ever tried correcting someone only to find yourself in a very uncomfortable position? Or perhaps that person refused or rejected your correction. Maybe even got offended or did not receive the correction at all. But here we can learn from Paul's prayer to the church in Corinth. How then are we to receive correction? How then are we to give correction? Why even receive and give correction in the first place? Let's learn two encouragements. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 7 says, We pray to God that you will not do what is wrong by refusing our correction. Do the right thing. Before we dive into how to receive correction, Paul emphasizes how not to receive correction. He says, not to refuse it, not to reject it, not to resent it, not to rebel by doing what is wrong, but To receive. So to those of you, to those of us receiving correction, repent and do what is right. To those receiving correction, repent and do what is right. I hope we have that heart to receive correction. A few chapters before what we read, Paul writes in chapter 7 verses 8 to 10. I'm not sorry that I sent that severe letter to you. So hindi sorry si Paul na kinorek niya yung church in Corinth. He said, Though I was sorry at first, for I know it was painful to you for a little while. Now I am glad I sent it, not because it hurt you, but because the pain caused you to repent and change your ways. It was the kind of sorrow God wants His people to have. So you were not harmed by us in any way. For the kind of sorrow God wants us to experience leads us away from sin and results in salvation. There's no regret for that kind of sorrow, but worldly sorrow which lacks repentance results in spiritual death. To those receiving correction, repent and do what is right. Do you have that heart to receive correction? Do you even have people in your life who speak the truth in love for you? Have you allowed people to speak correction to you. If wala po kayong mga taong ganun sa buhay nyo, it's not yet too late to have people like that in your life. Have you asked someone, could you speak God's correction to me? If you see something in my life that does not honor God, would you correct me? Please speak into my life. And the result of that correction, Paul says, it's repentance. The right response to correction is repent and do what is right. Repentance means turning your back away from your sin and turning back to God. That's the right response. To those who are receiving correction, repent and do what is right. And scripture says God is honored when we receive correction and when we repent and turn back to Him. Now to those of us giving correction, give correction to build up, not to tear down. To those giving correction, Give correction to build up and not to tear down. In verse 10, Paul wrote, Paul wrote, I am writing this to you before I come, hoping that I won't need to deal severely with you when I do come. For I want to use the authority the Lord has given me 
to strengthen you, not to tear you down. To those giving correction, give correction to build up, not to tear down. You see, we don't correct for correction's sake. We don't correct just to point out what is wrong. But here, it clearly says, we correct to build and strengthen others up, not to bring them down. The ultimate goal of correction is restoration. The ultimate goal of correction is restoration. James echoes this truth as he writes, James chapter 5.19, My brothers, if one of you should wander from the truth, someone should bring him back. Remember this, whoever turns a sinner from the error of his way will save him from death and cover a multitude of sins. The goal of correction is to turn someone from the error of their way and bring them back to God. The ultimate goal of correction is restoration. And whenever we give correction lovingly and receive correction graciously, it honors and reflects our God who restores. You see, God is a restorer. God is a God of restoration. If He is already restoring the entire creation, how much more restore you and me to a right relationship with Him? God wants to restore us back to our right standing, right relationship with Him. But the question is, will we respond right by receiving correction, repenting and doing what is right? Will we respond right by giving correction to build others up and not tear them down? Towards the end of Paul's prayer, he says, We pray that you will receive correction. And he says, we pray that you will become mature. 2 Corinthians 13.9 You see, it takes a mature Christian to receive correction and to give correction. It's one thing to receive correction graciously, another thing to give correction graciously, but both have a place in the life of a believer. Both have a place in the life of the church. If you are part of the church, let me encourage you. You will be corrected. All of us will be corrected. But here in Paul's prayer, it says, if the greatest win of giving and receiving correction is restoration, then it's worth it. It's worth the pain of receiving it. It's worth the uncomfortability of giving it. So again, to those of us receiving correction, repent and do what is right. Receive that correction. To those of us giving correction, do it to build others up, restore them to God, and not tear them down. And maybe after our time of morning worship and prayer, you could thank and text that person who always speaks the truth in love to you. Tell them, thank you for correcting me and restoring me to God. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Lord, that there is a safe place where we can receive and give correction, and that is in the church. Lord, for those of us who are receiving correction, sometimes, Lord, it may be painful, but Lord, we praise you. Thank you for the people you've placed in our lives who speak the truth in love to us. Lord, help us to receive correction no matter how it is spoken, whether it's spoken in love whether it's spoken not in love, Lord, we say we receive from you ultimately, we repent and we turn back to you. And Lord, thank you for those of us who give correction. Lord, give us the grace so we can speak the truth in love. Lord, thank you for the joy and opportunity 
to help people be restored in right relationship with you. Lord, we praise you, our God who restores us back to a right relationship with you. Thank you that you are a God of restoration. And thank you, Lord, that ultimately you bring correction in our life so that we can be always in a right relationship with you. We love you, Lord. We worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's worship God once more. Hallelujah, my chains undone, heaven's won. Hallelujah, we praise you up. Christ, I hope, sing hallelujah, hallelujah. have people in your life who will speak the truth in love to you and may God send to you people whom you can also correct and restore back to relationship with Him. God bless you. Have an amazing day ahead. You've been listening to the Victory Devotional Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. If you'd like to watch these messages every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.